Hey, wonderfuls. Welcome to episode 298 of the podcast with my boy of summer, Justin Willman. I hope you enjoy the episode. I think you will. I know I certainly did. I want to quickly uh, let you know that Adam Clayton Holland's book, if you follow me on Twitter, you may have seen my tweet. Uh, he has written an extraordinary book, Tragedy Plus Time. And I uh, very much encourage you to check it out. I would have had him on the podcast had our schedules aligned, but unfortunately I just wasn't available when he had a window. So uh, we didn't make it happen, but I wanted to give him a quick shout out on the podcast and, uh, and support his book. I also wanted to apologize to anyone who's listening to this on Thursday when the podcast is released, expecting to see me at DragonCon. Unfortunately, I had to pull out of coming to Atlanta for uh, some tough family reasons. I'm doing okay. But uh, unfortunately, it just made it impossible for me to leave. So I am sorry uh, to anyone that I would have been seeing there. All right. I will leave you with that. And uh, I hope everyone is having a great week. Talk to you soon. Now entering Nerdist.com. time i'm gonna start recording okay. i already wish that we would have recorded our whole genius bit about the dog hair on my oh, butt that right. is not to be and we can't recreate that can we oh that magic is totally lost there's a dog hair oh please. if but you I'm start a dog looking guy. i'm a dog if you guy start looking it's a sad sight i won't look uh your dog guy did you grow up with dogs i i had a dog when i was like a little little kid that i don't really remember at all and then oh, yeah. i always wanted a dog you just so it could be just that your parents told you you had a dog i saw pictures with the dog there was proof but then okay, uh, i always wanted a dog and then i went to college and the summer i went to college my parents got a dog thanks guys thanks guys cool so now i have two dogs and the dog absolutely replaced you and then your parents something said, like I think that they got my relationship yeah. was over i think it was just yeah i think it really was to take my place <laughs> yeah yeah I bet that does happen. Which, which is a, which is flattering. A, both a compliment and an insult. To know that I left a hole yeah. in the household that can only the, be filled by a um, voiceless creature. That's right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then they converted your bedroom into a dog bedroom. No, they didn't love the dog that much. No, oh, fair yeah. enough. Fair enough. They didn't name it Justin either. I they didn't name it Justin. Dolly. Okay. Mm-hmm. But like D O L L Y, not yeah. D A L I. Yeah. Well, Mackenzie was the dog's name, but that's just too long to yell, uh, so it became Dolly. Mackenzie became Mackenzie, Dolly. Yeah, that's not a. It's not a. Yeah, you haven't heard of that famous shorthand. <laughs> Richard is dead. You know Dolly Parton's real name is Mackenzie, Mackenzie Parton. Parton. Yeah. <laughs> God, if that were true, that would blow people's minds. That would blow people's minds. I think the way. What's the one mind blowing one that uh, is it? That whose real name is? Pete, well, Pete Holmes always says that. Uh, that uh, oh shoot, what's his name? Is it one of the Beatles? One of the Beatles has a different first name i think than we think that's why we shouldn't imdb what people's real names are wikipedia you know it ruins the mystery it ruins the mystery that's what we've all signed up for is names that conceal their true identities janet is actually mackenzie yeah Yeah. mackenzie is actually 99 percent of people are named Uh mackenzie and Uh everybody's just been kind of finagling around that situation of that mackenzie culkin Mackenzie Culkin. Mm -hmm. i just had a conversation with people yesterday about the culkin family and like how much 
easier it might be named to be some of their name. Like Kieran feels a little more manageable than mm-hmm. Macaulay. Like who else is named Macaulay? If we didn't know Macaulay Culkin as a person existing yeah, in the I don't world, know another Macaulay. Yeah, we wouldn't be like we if someone if someone just out of the blue and he never existed said like I think I'm gonna name my kid Macaulay. People would be like, Mac what Macaulay what? I believe you mean Mac. Mac is a good short. Yeah. Macaulay. And that is what people call him, I think. Macaulay. I never, you know, some, the Macaulay. names that we grow up just yeah. knowing as names and you never really think about. Yeah, it's in our like oh, it's a little weird. lexicon. Macaulay. That feels like it's a word that I could and lexicon. should use a at some point. Lexicon. It's a home alone lexicon. It's a home alone lexicon. I can't imagine what growing up in that, like on, on a set from that age would be. And obviously he is known to have had like tremendous problems with his parents and how mm-hmm. he managed his money and all that kind of stuff. But even if all of that is normal, it still just seems like it would be bonkers. He handled it well. Actually, did he? Did he? <laughs> That's why there was such a At the time, he handled silence. it well. I was kind of going through my, the rest of my uh, Macaulay Culkin lexicon uh, and trying to figure out, like, did he? Like, I realize I don't totally know. I mean, didn't he go through a... I'm I sure he went through some... Know. some. But he's, he's he emerged. He's out. He's doing what he wants he's now. He's entitled. He's you know? out. He's doing what he wants. Exactly. Exactly. God love Someone him. had to play that role. Someone had to. My, and he like nailed it. Was, it. <laughs> it was some sort of war. Listen, someone had to step yes, in. exactly. And take that pull up for the rest of uh, us. Otherwise, it, otherwise it would have been John Candy and a van alone. Wonderful. That and Uncle Buck. I if love the Uncle kid Buck. was, if, if he wasn't there, the house, it would have just been home. <laughs> you see that movie Home? Where, where the family, they go to Paris and they just lock up and I nothing mean, happens. Well, that's, you know what? That's going to be the reboot in like 10 more years when we have so much AI that a house can defend itself. You're right. It's just oh, going to be home. Yeah. And then all of those traps be called will be smart set home alone. by, yeah, Smart Home Alone. Mm-hmm. Justin, we're going to be so we rich if we just go ahead and jump into this Alexa now. I could see Alexa right now doing the rock around the Christmas tree dance in the windows <laughs> for the robbers. Yeah. Uh-huh. The tarantula breaks loose and the house is like trying to like it yes. shuts doors to trap the tarantula so the that nest, it has to end up back Nest somewhere. goes on a bender. Nest goes on a major, major bender. bender. I like this. This is... Smart Home Alone. I mean, we're joking, yet I do feel this is Sell something. this to GE. This, this could be GE branded content. We're going to have our own GE webs like it's a web series. It'll be a, a, a dainty little web series. Uh-huh. Starring about Macaulay Smart Home Alone. Yeah. He's going to be, well, that's where the tables are turned. He becomes the burglar. Yeah, oh, he's like, ah, listen, I'm a child actor. It didn't go well. I need a place <laughs> to right. stay. That's right. I'm a squatter. Yeah. This uh-huh. suddenly feels very grounded in reality. Let's pitch it today. I love it. Okay. I love it. Let me All see right. if I can get Hollywood in here. Yeah. Hollywood, could you come in here, please? We've got a great idea. Uh, I feel like you're in this area. This is a th- this area I'm using so broadly that if anyone ever wants to try to stalk me, good mm. luck. Magic Castle. Oh yeah, Pretty that's close. not too far. That's not too far. But I actually Hollywood live not world. too far from here. Oh. I live over the over the hill. You look just I live, live over that Lake, hill, Lake that's Hollywood area there. Kent hill. Yeah. yeah, I love that area. I love that area. I love this area because my wife and I just sold our house because we're having a baby. Congrats! Congrats! In January, thank you, thank you. And we have like three flights of stairs to our front door, and we love our house. It's like really beautiful. Yeah. It's an old Spanish house, but it just—it's already exhausting as it is. Yeah. So we that's a we lot. yeah. So we're looking. That's a lot. No alternative. Always three flights of stairs. Always. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. tough. But it's also the security system. Like when you're on the street looking up, you're like, I'm not yeah, robbing not them. It. That's a really good point. Mm-hmm. That's a really good point. I'm not carrying a flat screen down that Ooh, flight. No way. Yeah. Um. What. 
So you, that's where your house was, and that that's where my house is. Area. That's where it is, and we we're looking it. elsewhere. We sold it, but oh, haven't found a new one yet. Okay. So, which is really smart. <laughs> uh, so we're gonna we're gonna rent for a month or until we find yeah. the, the 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 perfect place. Well, I mean, but I, I love this area. Smart. Yeah, just being up in the hills is. Uh, it just really you helps. feel better than other people. You feel you feel you know you just really feel like a little Listen, higher. I don't want to, I never want a view of the city. You, if you can really curious, look down on look, people. I don't want to look out and down. Uh huh. I want to be safe and nestled. nestled. Yes, I want to see trees. I want shade. Yes, shade. Which, by the Shade's way, that is an, that is an entitlement. Shade it's is hard harder, to find. Yeah, the further the further into lower income. Uh, areas you go, the less they get they trees get shady. and plants, and it's really shitty. Mm-hmm. I mean, the shady. I mean, I'll shady. accept the shady pun. I'll definitely <laughs> you accept will? it. I mean, it I, might I have I'll been embrace the, it. the best use I'll of give it. it a nod. Yes. I'll give it a nod. Yeah. Uh, well, I hope you're, you are able to stay in the area. I've said this before, and it's become uh, probably tiresome, but I will say Lake Hollywood is one of those places, the actual lake itself, <sighs> where no one um, told me it was there. Yep. No one took me there. Right. I just found it on my bike one time because I like riding in the hills and I had been here. I mean, now maybe I've like turned it into like an, a cartoonishly long amount of time, but it was a significant enough amount of time, like maybe a couple years mm-hmm. of living in LA before I just happened upon it. And I really did. Like, I also kind of feel like I didn't even know, like, maybe when someone said they lived in the Lake Hollywood area, I just assumed that was a name like any other name. Right. Unlike oh, like Agora Lake, Hills. Sure, yeah. there's hills. I'm yeah. sure there's tons of Agora uh-huh. growing there. Lake Hollywood sounds like a really, like, a weird retirement community. Yeah. For, so, yeah, exactly. For old actors. Exactly. Yeah. So, I think even just, like, my, the, my naivete of coming up upon it and, like, Kind of looking around, like, does anybody else? Which it's of like course there are like tourists taking pictures of the Hollywood. But it really, I was like, how is this? What? Like, I couldn't geographically allow for that much room. You're like, this is a giant lake. Oh, and there's Hollywood below us. Yeah. And it looks photoshopped. It's really quite yeah. something. It's like when you're when you're you're thirst deprived in the desert and you yeah. see a lake in the distance. Yeah. This is that lake. And like every lake in Los Angeles, you can't go near it. Can't go near you it. You can't touch it. Fenced out. You're not going to fish it. We got to drink that do water. Anything. We're going to need that water yes. in case of emergency. Only in LA do they call reservoirs lakes, by the way. That's right. That's Lake right. Hollywood. It's actually a man made reservoir. Right. Yes. But G- please give us our it's nature. A lake. The give LA us our River. Nature. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I know. Beautiful. Lake. Certain parts of it looking pretty good. Certain parts of it have become so unkempt that they mm. look like a real river now. That's true. There's trees and wildlife. A lot of, lot of wildlife. Uh-huh. A lot of wildlife. Yeah. Birds. There's a lot of birds. Principally. Yeah. Um, and Eric Garcetti. He's always canoeing and through Garcetti, it. Based on he one gets down photo. there on his kayak. Yes. And just toodles around. He loves it. And it's great. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Did you, did you, that, well, that was like a specific goal to live in that area because you also had, well, I did love that, that did. area, but it was not a specific goal. But then I found this little, it's, it's because no one ever talks about that little neck of the woods. It yeah. feels very like you discovered something. It really does. Mm-hmm. And it's not as expensive as, other yeah less cool next yeah. to the woods yeah. yeah so it's nice um where did you grow up st louis okay missouri st louis missouri uh-huh. where are you from tucson arizona oh i love tucson you do yeah i'm so excited i have i'm i've been in tucson a lot i really like when people M- like tucson. my grandparents uh retired to saddlebrook mm-hmm. usually at, by the way this is the way conversations go it's about that, grandparents yes well at then, some point it becomes like now you understand my great aunt lived yeah in, you yeah. understand i don't uh-huh. know your grandparents uh-huh. <laughs> I never knew them. I'm going to play the name game. 
<laughs> but I then I started performing at the Gaslight Theater every the year. Gaslight. That's where I. That was like as far as my dreams extended because really? I had no sense of life You're outside like, of someone. I was a little kid. I want to be in a melodrama. I was like, success equals the Gaslight Theater and possibly nothing else. It's pretty great. It's like a. For people who don't know the Gaslight, for if there's if there happens to be anyone who's not familiar with the Gaslight <laughs> Theater in Tucson, fair to say, it's like an old-fashioned style melodrama theater, and they do kind of a new show every every season where it's those you know the audience is encouraged to yell. There's and booing interact. and hissing and yeah. cheering and. Well, that 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 whatever that play is takes Monday nights off always, so I would be maybe three times a year I'd come in and do my show on Monday nights. That is very yeah, cool. Now let me time. go ahead and do this name drop because I can say yes. I could play the name game. Tony Terry. Tony Terry. Come on. What's it? Little Tony's Pizza. Little Tony's Pizza. Best pizza in Tucson. My dad was friends with Tony Terry. I don't know how. My dad is an English teacher, but somehow he's also in my mind the mayor of Tucson. He just mm-hmm. has a lot of like cool friends, all of whom had much nicer houses and like uh-huh. fancier cars than we ever did. But uh, but somehow, yeah, somehow became, he became friends with Tony Terry. Maybe through like the Tucson cycling scene. I, could, I don't I know could, if Tony writes a he's very fake, but yeah, that could, I mean that seems the most likely. I buy it. But yeah, he let um he let me audition one oh, year, really? one summer. I don't know what I like. Looking back now, I feel that there was nothing I would have ended up getting cast. Do you in. know it if you got it or not? Like a reason. I'm still waiting. You're still waiting to hear. I don't okay, remember good. hearing. I didn't get it. So yeah, there. there I think what there, if somehow I was that? Yeah, this would be like the worst movie ever. Where like I, as a young, like as a 13 year old signed some kind of contract that I didn't remember signing uh-huh. upon auditioning. Yes. And then he was like, I'm calling you in. I commit to this role. And I had to, yeah. Heretofore. Yeah. Forever. Yeah. It, just absolutely in perpetuity. And then I had to move back to Tucson and then I was a Gaslight Theater star. But I like, like it. under legal force. Force majeure. Force is what majeure. We call it. <laughs> May the force majeure be with you. But it's like, uh, you know, Ron Levinson in Swingers where he's like, you know, how he doesn't tell his mom about auditions anymore because yes, then she'll see the movie and that's when she realizes he didn't yeah. get the part. Which, by the way, that's really good advice. Yeah. It's very it's accurate. Just don't tell him. It's very, very, very accurate. Yeah. I learned so fast just, not to tell yeah. anyone anything. And oh, I mean, also, I'm, I'm so paranoid. I don't even say it until like I see it on my dvr or something right yes yes even yeah, then that's true, even then it, it feels fishy even feel, yeah <laughs> it feels fishy yeah it could disappear it could be fever dream could be like could the be like hollywood, hollywood. Yeah, exactly. exactly oasis version right there on television man um did you what when did you move out here i've been in la was it st louis straight years. to la no i went to emerson college in boston okay yeah which is a great place yeah, to Emerson's be a, for four em, years. Emerson's a real place. That's a place it's a that real you place. can... It was not as real when I went there. It oh, was yeah. almost. It was more like the NYU Tisch waiting room. You know, got it. It was me and fellow people who just got waitlisted or couldn't get in. Yeah. And Emerson was kind of like the cool party school backup. And then it has since become... I mean, you can major in comedy at Emerson. That's really like cool. for real. Yeah, get a real piece of paper that says you're a comedy. Oh my major. god, yeah. that feels like so getting it's, it's away since with become, something for sure. Exactly. Yeah, it's since become schmancy. So what did your what did your uh, studies look like? What was I majored in broadcast journalism? Okay. Yeah, and this was like, you know, like I was a class of '02, so this was before we had like very modern editing software. So literally, we would like record our pieces, do cut, edit it reel to reel. Yeah, it was very old school. That I is think our very teacher was like, you know 
what I think Edward R. Murrow was our teacher. Like it was very <laughs> old school, uh, good night and good yeah. luck style of journalism. So you really did. So you've had the experience of like snipping the like. Well, we not, wouldn't snip, but you ha- you know how you'd we have like snip. your your VHS tapes and then you like your your source tapes and then your one you were dubbing too, and you yeah. had. You had one shot. You got to get it from the, the, the end point to the out point. And then yeah. if you're like, oh, I should put something else in there. You can't. What kind of uh, pieces were you, were, were you trying, like, were you attracted already to like sort of comedy and performing in no. a sense? Or well, you, we had beats. Was it hard You had news? your beat. So you sure was, you it was actually new. You got to do beats. some new, you had the beats, you know, you would be like, I'm doing the Chinatown beat. So you would have to like cover whatever. I don't mean to laugh. That's, uh, uh, I, I'm turning it into something adorable. This is true. That's hardcore. Justin Willman here on the Chinatown, Chinatown beat. Chinatown beat. Uh-huh. Because when you look at me, you think we should put him on the Chinatown beat. Absolutely. Chinatown in, in Boston, they call it the combat zone because it was very rough and tumble is where yeah. all the crazy, dirty strip clubs were and all the kind of the violence at night. Yeah. So I went there in the day and covered okay. the beats. Mm-hmm. Are you interviewing closed. people after the fact, after something bad has happened? Yeah. Or if there's like, you know, if there's some controversy with the building or something i'd try to interview the city council person it was very boring uh, it was <laughs> very boring and then i liked anchoring like at the desk because you could learn how to do the teleprompter yeah which comes in handy later yeah and you have the old earpiece and everything like that and you just learn how to try not to look like a dingus yeah on camera yeah yeah i've had a i mean when i was at uh huffpost briefly um, when they launched their online network and somehow I agreed to be a part of it, although it was a great experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had done tons and tons with a prompter. I'd never had a bug in my ear like that. And it definitely was. It took some serious getting used to. Yes. It's a lot. People think you're crazy. People think you're crazy. Because you're kind of, you, you, yeah. your head goes off to the side because you're, you're listening to, you know, the angel and the devil on That's your shoulders. <laughs> Back and forth. That's a very specific way to uh-huh. run a newsroom. The devil says, wrap it up. Okay. Oh, God. Oh, God. Why are two people giving me different uh-huh. advice? How troubling. Uh, and and when, then I moved here. So that was 16 years here. ago that I've been in L.A. When did, ma- when did magic? When did magic come in? Yeah. When I was 12 okay. in St. Louis. Did you say that most magicians have an interest from a young age? In your experience? Um, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Right? Most it's not, magicians... It's not, it's like it's, it would be... Maybe it's more unusual for someone like me to go, mm-hmm. you know what? I'm switching careers. But it happens. It does happen. And it, it, it's crazy because when it happens, when you know someone in their adult life discovers magic or really... Whether or not they want to switch careers or they just like become obsessed and it becomes their, their hobby, yeah. they like accelerate from zero to 60, like just love it. Yeah. Versus as a kid, you kind of... You know, you kind of learn the stages and then you graduate up kind of just to learning more complex things because you're a kid and you can't really, you know, you have attention span and also your hands can't do everything. But when you're an adult, like you have everything at your disposal, people go, people go crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Side note, you're the first magician I've spoken to since I saw the documentary about the blind magician who doesn't want you to think of him as a blind magician. Or didn't, and mm-hmm. now is okay with. His name, Richard Turner. Richard Turner. Delt. Delt. The yeah. Yeah. He's incredible. He's incredible. He. I, and that I was a, That was him. a really that 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 documentary really took me for a ride. I just did not because I watched it on a plane, as yep, you do, as I did too. I never would have known it existed otherwise. Yes, I know. Delta. And I watched it. And it was it a great. Delta. That was a great thing to. If you're listening, if you guys are on a plane, you still have the opportunity to see it. It was on the last flight I took, which I take many, so it was recent. Yes, you can still watch it, it's and it there. is a good movie to watch. It can be small because you're still up close to mm-hmm. it. It's a good plane movie. And like I remember seeing him at the Magic Castle, 
and being amazed and not knowing he was blind at all. Yeah. And then and then and then I thought back and I was like, oh, that does make sense because he kind of he's adapted his you know comedic delivery to kind of not have to look right at people in the yeah. eye. It's kind of like up in space with a yeah. line and this and that, and it works. So he yeah. covers for it, which is brilliant because if I had anything that would make it seem more amazing that I can be a magician, that'd be my lead. Right. I'd be like, hey guys, I can't see the color blue. I want you to yeah. keep that in mind before I perform. Yeah. You know, uh, hey guys, I'm I mean, allergic so to gluten. Fascinating. Yeah. <laughs> here's, uh, here's my act. Just know that I'm facing adversity before you should, standing yeah. ovation, please. Yeah. Yeah. And he didn't, he was, he's, for those of you who don't know, he's the exact opposite. He was so angry when people initially, the documentary sort of takes you full circle, not full circle, then he would be right back to being angry. It Ooh. takes you on a journey, as I said. Um, but yeah, his he was so he, he hated any part of his identity being connected to the fact that he had gone blind at mm-hmm. a, like as a like a teenager right. or late teens. Um, that he that he just never he would get angry when people would refer to him that way, which I which I also understand totally. And they do a good job of kind of showing you why that is, but um, but it's really interesting and like the whole relationship he has to his family. I mean, when you when you watched it because because he is. Because he practiced, I mean, the the thing you find out very quickly when you begin the documentary is he always has a, a, a deck always of cards. Deck of cards. Always yes. has a deck of cards. Yes. In um, even within, like, I hate to say the magician community, but is that something that everyone relates to? Or is that something that's like, when you watch it, you're like, he's definitely more obsessed or, you know, for lack of a better word. Than- when I, yeah, when I was starting magic, I think like through my teen years into high school, uh, into college, like I'd, I'd always have a deck of cards on me. So it's almost like your little nervous, it's like your fidget spinner. Yeah. I mean, that's what it is. It's like your little fidget thing. And also, I mean, that's how you get good too, is just practicing the move over and over sure. again. So you don't think about it. I like veered away from being kind of a technical card magician so I kind of just that that didn't give me my fix and I just wasn't like I didn't have the I I didn't feel it worth my energy to try to devote the time needed to become like the great card magicians but so many magicians have cards in their hands you go to a magic convention which there are many. Oh, I bet. There's yeah. Magic Con, there's Cardistry Con, which is like, Cardistry is this new genre of magic where it's it's not card tricks, but it's almost like kind of juggling and dexterity with cards. Mm-hmm. And these little kids just always have cards in their hand. Yeah. Which, almost to a fault, a little bit, you know, because it's like... Uh, Didn't I see a separate documentary that was about yeah. Cardistry? Yeah. I'm sure Apparently, you I watch all yeah, the magic really, documentaries that are out there. You that or you fly a lot I, on both, Magic both Airlines. Both are true. <laughs> both are true. They're um, that magic, I wouldn't have to fly MWA. to teleport it. But, uh, but it also gets to the point where it kind of maybe becomes a social hindrance where it's like, put those away, have a conversation. It's, it could be just as bad as like having your phone in your hand yeah. and staring down at your phone. Yeah. But, uh, but for him, I can imagine not having sight that your tactile senses become so... It just kind of really becomes, I think, your... your portal to the world like yeah. that be- he doesn't even use a cane you know yeah. uh, uh, that that That's kind of correct. becomes like his cane you yeah. know which is amazing it really is yeah. but really i mean is. his card tricks are so incredible cuz he knows where every card in the deck is he does shuffles and false shuffles and like he can't like me i need to be able to see that what i the move just worked or see that the cards are going where yeah. they're supposed to but he yeah. just knows they are he feels that he knows that everything is where it's supposed to be it's so crazy something it's another layer uh-huh. it's another layer of yeah. wonder um were you uh okay so by the time so so you're 12 you get excited about it when you were in high school 
were you the kid that people was, were yeah, like magic boy hey, hey, hey justin show me a trick yeah always and you were the only one I took so in junior high I took lessons with another kid and and I was a very this was like awkward kind of couldn't I was like not pop I was not even in a clique I think I was like a clique straddler mm-hmm. where I was like kind of friends with the popular kids but like didn't get invited to maybe their you know hey just a few friends over and yeah, yeah. I was kind of friends with a little bit of everybody didn't really got very nervous talking to girls and all that but I like I really when I discovered magic, it's so funny, and I think a lot of maybe awkward teenage boys do this, is that it becomes your social crutch. Mm-hmm. It's like, I don't really know how to strike up a conversation, but I'll do a trick for you, and I yeah. can kind of feel confident when I'm doing this trick that I've practiced and whatnot. Yeah. So it, and it's guitar for some, like I just guitar, had Jonathan Colton on. Yes. Like that was like a way for me to have a thing. That yeah, was the thing I that had. That you can yeah. do alone. You can practice alone. Yep. You don't need anybody else. It's not a yeah. team sport or a band. You know, it's just you, and you can kind of get really good at something by yourself which is yeah. which is great as long as you then get out of your room and, right. and share that gift with people right but yeah i became i took magic lessons with a with a buddy of mine and the only place in st louis to take magic lessons was That's this my next question half magic shop half uh, adult novelty store like bachelorette party supplies so you had to have a parent with you if you're under 18 i learned a lot i bet you learned did. a lot i bet you did but i started i bet at you're 12. like you know what mom or dad you Please, you don't have to come with me. Wait in the car or just look the other way. Yeah. 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 What's a penis straw? Uh (laughs) Um, Why? Why is that a thing? What's the trick? What trick does that do? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But like by 14, I had business cards and I was like, I think I would put a little flyer up at the grocery store to do kids' birthday parties. Have you listened to them, This American Life, where Ira Glass reveals the same? It's exactly my. And you felt, yeah, because they had that moment. I can't remember who he's talking to, like Jonathan Goldstein or someone else who, some other guy who. uh, And they realized they both were like. The business cards and the. And I love hearing. It's so funny with Ira, like you never really hear that. And you hear his mom talking about just how great he was. Like you were so good. And so that was exactly. Exactly my childhood. My parents loved it. They were very supportive. They would drive me to, from gig to gig on the weekends. Yeah. I mean, adult novelty store, notwithstanding, it does seem like good, clean fun. Like the rest yeah. of it is like, oh, I'm so glad my son is into magic instead of like, you know, drugs. Well, and it is so like it's it's so niche a little bit that it's not like this, you know, it's not, uh, oh, you're in soccer with like a thousand other kids in St. Louis. Like you have, you're one of four or whatever. And there's all these magic club meetings that would happen around St. Louis. So it's me in a church basement, you know, with 70 year old men. My mom would drop me off and I go do my thing. Yeah. Nothing creepy ever happened. I believe it. It's the only time something not creepy (laughs) happened in a church basement. Uh, But it was good, clean fun. (laughs) And you learn a lot. You learn how to kind of be socialized. You learn how to interact with adults, Mm -hmm. which is a teenager. If you can't interact with fellow teenagers by learning to interact with adults, then it can kind of trickle down. I agree. I completely agree. And and when you'd have magic, when you have meetings like that, would the elder guys kind of, is the understanding like, we're going to show some tricks to like, that they would sort of help mentor you? Totally. Yeah. Magic, I think you, it gets the rap like, oh, magicians, they don't share their secrets with one another. But it's very, I'm sure just like 
you know, just like guitar players. Let me sh- show me, show me that lick. Show me how you play yeah. that really well. So tons of mentors. Every meeting would always have like an agenda. Maybe there's a guest lecturer, or there's a show. Oh, wow. okay. or we're doing a holiday magic, or we're going to talk about kids' birthday magic or What's close holiday up. magic like? Well, how do you theme your show for the holidays? Okay. Here's my Christmas show. Okay. Uh, how do you? How do? That doesn't feel like it's revealing. Yeah. How do we saw the Virgin strategy. Mary in half or uh-huh. something? You know, make the baby Jesus <laughs> all religious magic disappear That's what from one hand are to the most other. Afraid of yeah. Yeah, there is a whole genre of gospel magic. Is there really? Yeah, which I find so. What is so? Uh, uh, can you give well, me a, a? I mean, any magic trick can be framed within context, you know. And I love, you know, making a trick a metaphor for something. So, but like the whole gospel practice, I think because magic is is some people like are freaked out about it who are devout religions, religious people, because they feel like it challenges the the way of the Lord or that you're using the dark arts or something. So gospel magicians go, well, let me take magic and make it very clear that this is not some affront to God by making it very, this trick is about spreading the word and whatnot. So like the classic coloring book trick, you know, where the the pages are all black and white. It's like maybe of a circus scene, flip Uh through it and you have the kids pretend they're coloring it and then you flip through it again. All the pages are colored. So you can can buy one of those that is, um, you know, uh, the manger scene, for example, or or the seven days of Christmas, seven days. Yeah. The seven days of Christmas. Sure thing. Sure um, thing. Yeah. That's really, but I always find that odd. It is makes that sense. Of course. Gospel totally makes magic sense, is, but it's is fascinating. It does make sense, but it is unusual. Especially since I think if like, it's hard to, what am I trying to say? I don't know many people in sort of the, the culture in which I was raised, which is still a real kind of hodgepodge. You know, it's definitely like, not particularly it's not like i'm from you know a all white town in new hampshire or something mm-hmm. like i predominantly hispanic community kind old of in pueblo. tucson at old pueblo mm-hmm. indeed yep i didn't know anyone who would have thought of the kind of magic that we're talking about as being like dark arts you know what i mean like we have like there's a separation between sort of like oh a magician who's at a, who's playing at a party and like like fiction and wizards and satanists and any other you know that sort of like extreme version but it's hard i'm fascinated by the person who still could see a card trick and be like the devil's yeah i mean you would think that there's a distinction but and i take it as a compliment yeah that maybe i I did it so well that there's no other solution yeah than the devil (laughs) but yeah and there are people like I guess Chris Angel, who sort of lean harder into the sort of like, listen, magic is pretty rough. Yes. uh, I mean, I know. And even if, you know, even if I've had people approach me after the show, I know you have to say it's magic. I know you have to say it's a trick, but just God, God bless you and your gift. It really is amazing, but please use it for good, whatever. whatever. And I'll be like, no, 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 it really is a trick. I know you have to say that. Oh my God. I love that. Oh, I wish I believed that kind of. Well, some people like, and some people believe it to the fall, the point where it's like, and I just got an email the other day where someone was like, listen, I'm, I'm having a hard time getting um, my exam scores to get my GRE and all this. Like, I'm willing to do whatever it takes if there's anything that you can do to help me. He's wow. like, and I know that doesn't come free. I know there's a price to pay, but I, you know, this I'm desperate. This is an amazing development in our conversation. Yeah. I, that is so fascinating. 
that's really cool. God, I mean, it is I do love cool. the idea that like, I mean, I guess that's existed in, in some books or movies, but the, the idea, I mean, has that been fully exploited or is this another pitch that we're about to put together? It hasn't which is been like fully exploited. The, pl- the person who has, ma- who has to pretend that it's not magic. Oh. What it, but like functions in a magic world as a magician, mm-hmm. but like that's the only way they are able to do magic what is they their do. cover. Yeah. I mean, I feel like that's a thing, but I, feel I like that's a thing. Don't but know. But clearly hasn't been. I'm not full. There's not an immediate like Harry Potter reference right, where you're like, right. well, you know, you know that famous character who's a magician that everyone thinks like, oh, it's just a trick, but it's real magic. That's interesting. Well, what I, what I find is wild. I mean, you have to, the, the line is, okay, do you then, ex- the people who exploit that, I mean, uh, psychics well, and sure, mediums and sure. people who are like, all of whom you know, John Edward, all that stuff. Yeah. Like it's magic tricks repackaged as, yeah. you know, like I have a gift that I, I guess that's true. Give me your money. And you see that you, you, I think you that's right very that morally wrong. for you. Yeah. yeah. You've never I mean, looked at, you've never engaged with someone or heard about something where you've been like, maybe that person well, has something. That's interesting. I have, I, I do have like friends who do readings. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if they call themselves psychics or mediums per se, but like I, there's, I know that they're not trying to BS me, right? you know, right. or other people like there's, there's something to it. Yeah. But I don't know what that thing is. I'm very right. skeptical. Yes, yes. I I don't agree. And whenever money gets involved, that 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 raises a big red flag. Yeah. Like if 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 you're pro bono, uh, just giving whatever sage advice, that's great. Yeah. You know. But and I've had people though who've been. I mean, people who I know who are very smart, uh, educated, swear by stuff that they can't explain. 100%. Yeah. 100%. So. No, um, I feel the same I? way. I have the I, the I have a thing coming out. Um, uh, the very beginning of October called Fortune Rookie that is me as me, but I someone tells me I'm psychic, like a psychic, a uh-huh. psychic tells me I'm psychic, and I go from being a skeptic to like when we start the series, I'm just immediately all in. I'm really? like, great, great, cool. I'm going to quit show business and become a full-time fortune teller. How hard can it be? This is going to be great. And so I really am sort of leaning hard on the idea of like, who's the, I see an M, there's an M, who's the M? Mm-hmm. Did, is that your oh your mom did you lose your mom like uh, just trying to the cold try, yeah to it. really just get with as little experience fake as possible fake it till you make it a thousand like percent well there is like some placebo effect to it i'm sure where it's like he, psychic says i'm psychic i must be psychic yeah and then you start just confidently riffing and nailing it and you're like oh my god yeah i am psychic yeah it's but, ex- that's yeah. exactly you believe exactly what if someone believes you're a thing you can some believe you're that thing yeah yeah but that is but speaking of yeah when people say like please use your power for good and then you can immediately actually kind of point to people and go yeah well their their talent and skills maybe not their power but their talent and skills they are using to exploit other people there's you're right that's yes. absolutely those yeah. are cousins in a way that for some reason i had not really thought about before in that way it's just i think it just is a reminder that even in 2018 whenever you'd think everyone's jaded and cynical that deep down people just want to latch on to something they can believe in yeah. you know you we all want something yeah. real out there yeah you know and if religion's that thing, but the proof is not always there, like you can, you you'll make the mental leap and and see something for what you can really hope it is. Yeah. yeah, we've all done that. We, I think, even no matter what you believe, you're kind of like, I just need a sign. Yeah, something. I something. Yeah. Did you? This is gonna get like super. Uh, I don't even know where I'm going with this, but when you at being as young as you were, having this skill that you were developing. 
um, where you were the person, the smart person in the room in terms of like you knew something that no one else in that room knew. And when you're performing, because it has that performative quality, Mm -hmm. you then see people's kind of wonder, like, I'm not asking if it's a power trip. It's not that. But I think just the, 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 the kind of wisdom you expressed just now about like people wanting that. And do you feel like you connected with that early? Like, did you, you know what I mean? Like to have that sort of, it's, it's a way of seeing people that most of us don't see at that young of an age, this Mm -hmm. sort of wild eyed wonder of like, how are you, how are you doing that? Well, it's, you know, there's something to it in that as a kid, you are always the person who doesn't know something and adults always yeah. know things. So it's it's a very empowering yeah, role reversal exactly. when adults are like how, asking you how you did this. Yeah. Like, and there's, I in terms of like so knowing what's coming, like, you know, knowing you've got this big closer or knowing you've, you know, I'm sure in comedy, just knowing you've got oh, this, wait till they hear, they're laughing now, but just wait till I wait two seconds and I say this one line, like, you know, it's going to erupt, right, you know? Right, right. Uh, and I think it takes a while as a performer to, at least as a kid, to not be so caught up in your head and the jitters of, of it, to actually be able to like be present and mm, aware of point. people. But like the, the cups and balls, classic trick mm-hmm. where three cups and some balls and they go through the ball, the, the, the balls go through the cup, etc. And during the process of this trick, like you kind of, without them knowing, are loading a lemon under each cup. Yeah. You know, so there's this just knowing that, okay, they think the trick's over and just, uh, you know, I, they're not going to kind of, the trick's done. Like I've done the dirty work here yeah. and just knowing that I'm about to lift these cups and they're going to see a lemon there and they're going to go bonkers. Yeah. There is like, it's like a time bomb that mm-hmm, you have, like this little mm-hmm. power time bomb. Yeah. That is, uh, it's quite uh you're kind of playing god like you kind of know like just wait till they see that so that is as a kid i think it is an i can't think of any other art form where as a kid you get that sort of empowerment yeah you know because i'm sure you know you learn you know kids kids can excel and be prodigies at a lot of things but there's something about magic that it's like it's just i don't even know how you add one more layer on top it's like you can sort of because i i think people feel one of the reasons people love the olympics so much is that like you see a gymnast do their stuff or you see a figure skater do some of those moves and you do feel like it's magic in the sense that you are kind of like i couldn't i don't know how a body even does that. Right. But at the same time, you constantly have the rhetoric. Everyone's always telling you, like, these children train from the age of three. They mm-hmm. don't do anything else with their lives. That's why they're... And so you kind of have the explanation the whole time. But no one's saying that about magic. No right. one's really saying... Like, you're not... It's not getting drilled in the same way. And so when you do something that kind of defies explanation, there's less of, like, you know, a, a, a mat to fall back on to keep a gymnastics yeah. going, but like to, to sort of go like, Oh, Oh yeah. I, I can remind myself like this takes a tremendous amount of training. Well, for me with magic, you know, like, that's true. You strive to get so good at it that you make it look easy, right? That you make it right. look like there's no effort yes. going on. Yes. When in reality, there's a lot of effort like yes. Richard Turner's card magic. I think as you see it, cause it's using a deck of cards, you know, like, Oh my God, there's so wait, that shuffle was not a real shuffle like you do respect you can see that skill but like as a magician doing mentalism or you know just kind of comedy magic but trying to do really strong magic like you want to make it look like this 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 is just happening almost like it's happening to you too like it's happening to me too yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i think you bring to the table but the olympics i always feel like it'd be nice to have a non-athlete do the same thing so that you can appreciate how hard what they do is yeah, like Sean Sean White at the on his the crazy snowboarding half pipe that he did this past Olympics like 
he, that was a case I thought it was like so good that he did make it look easy. Like and people are like, he kind of, d- and I'm like, hard. oh man, I want to do that. That looks right. incredible. Right. And he's literally flying like a bird through the sky. Like just, yeah, just makes it look so good. But having snowboarded, I, I you know, I know like, wow, that's incredible. Michael Phelps. Yeah. Like, I don't think we realize how f- fast and how good he is. If he just looks like he's, spe- he's, uh, he's swimming like a normal person. You right. can't, you, your eye sort of can't track unless you were in the pool next to him going like, what, where, what happened? Yeah. Yeah. But like when you see a great guitar solo, you see the skill and you're like, wow, dude, that, I yeah. respect that took a lot of work. But with yeah. a great magic trick, you're kind of like, well, that just happened to you. Yeah. That's amazing. That just happened. Yeah. I mean, it's great. you had nothing to do with it, Matt Magician. Yeah. It's, well, did, it's did, the did, devil. Yeah. It's, it's just, it's just the devil, guys. Yeah. Don't worry. Did that. And so did that work with girls in high school? Like. I don't remember anyone ever really doing a magic trick for me, but I am the kind of person who probably would have been like, what's going on? What are you doing later? It That's told, really impressive. Really? Probably. It um, it did. Yeah, it did work. I mean, I, I had lovely girlfriends. and But also, I think having an identity is in high school, like being like the magician. Which yeah. Everyone's trying to figure out what they are. Yes, you know? yes. So unless you're like, you're the quarterback. Oh, he's the quarterback. Right. And he's the one who wins the games and wears the jacket. Or, you know, oh, she's like the singer. She's incredible. Or she's the, you know, the best cheerleader or whatever. As the, the if you are the magician, like it is, you've been anointed. Like you are that one, which yeah. is really, really cool. And um, high school... I mean, they can be pretty harsh too. So if they see how a trick works, they will call you out. Mm-hmm. So you kind of get a thick skin. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, it did. It 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 made me from like an awkward kid who didn't really have confidence. It gives you that confidence to know that oh, I can kind of say things that are smart and witty that people will like. Yeah. And then and then eventually it's like, okay, can I do that? Well, I'm not doing a magic trick. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. takes a while. I wonder if there was, what if there was like a secret, like other kid who was like kind of hoping he would be the magician in the high school. The understudy? Yeah. And was like, oh yeah. boy, he's really doing okay. Well, there's only one. There Maybe there was. One. I never knew. Yeah. There might be a little secret. Like my buddy who I took lessons like with. Quietly put and sadly putting their, like clo- you see them close yeah, you're and next put a in padlock line. on their, tr- their chest of oh, oh man. <laughs> Why am I trying to make you feel bad? No. <laughs> It is. It's just nice. To, I mean, as a high schooler, doing something that people are always excited to see. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, were you a good student? I was. A, I was a good student. I was a good B student. Public school. Public school. Yeah. St. Louis public schools. St. Louis is like good. a is a, a city that people love. Like it's not. It's one Great of those city. sort of yeah. It's good got city a lot to be of good, from. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to think if I've been there and I don't think I have but I feel like I have a lot of friends who are from there or from Kansas City or yes, yes, yes. there's a lot of Missourians that kind of come out yeah, and, I was an okay and do student. great things. I wonder if I w- I mean if if I wasn't a great student because I became so obsessed with magic that I would really like that would be my focus like booking gigs on the mm-hmm. weekends. In college like at Emerson I somehow managed to do like eight birthday parties every weekend wow. and still get like A minuses. Yeah. Which is a testament to the curriculum I think. Uh-huh. <laughs> that that uh Tough stuff. Tough stuff. Really drilling you. Really drilling. Yeah. yeah. Really. <laughs> Late night studies. Sure. 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 Um, did you play? You didn't play any instruments or anything. I played. So the other thing is like once you have that dexterity, well, it is so arguable. I played the saxophone in junior high okay. until I broke both of my arms because I was riding my bike oh, no. uh, with rollerblades on. Wait, what? Long story. This is before I became a magician. This is, is how I became a magician. Let me ask you this, and I'm not saying you have to tell me the long story. Uh-huh. Does the long story 
ever really account for why you were wearing rollerblades with like, I think so. You feel like it's like it resolves itself. I wasn't like, like, well, now that really makes sense. To I'm going to go bike blade. That wasn't what happened. It mm-hmm. was I'm rollerblading. Oh, my friends came over. They're on bikes. I don't want to be the one guy rollerblading, but I don't have time. I don't have my shoes. So I'm going to just grab my bike, hop on my bike and I'm pedaling. Fell off, Shit. broke both arms. Oh, God. Was in cast for six months. Oh, God. And couldn't play the saxophone. Double cast. Double cast. Um, couldn't play the saxophone with the cast. So my doctor recommended magic as oh, a fun wow. way to pass the time and as an alternative to physical therapy. So I became obsessed this, with magic. We got magic. around to this uh, the, I know. The origin story. It's my Doctor Strange Pretty origin deep in. Story here. Yeah. 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 So that was like, that was my way in. At first, was there like, were you ever so resentful that this had happened at all that you were, that you were like magic schmagic? No, you know, like I, you know, how like, have you ever broken a bone? I've never, I've never broken. Well, I'm pretty sure I broke my nose one time, but I didn't do anything about it. And your nose looks great. Thank you. (laughs) But like, I remember being a kid being like, oh man, I've never broken a bone. I have friends who have. I signed their cast. It must be cool to have a cast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, oh, I'm never. I want braces. Did you ever yeah. want braces? I did have braces. And I, I remember wanting glasses. Wait, you've never had braces? I had braces. Oh, you did, but uh, uh, a bunch after up to, this. But just yeah. I remember as a kid, a bunch, like a bunch. I think two or three times. Really? And then Invisalign as an adult. I just oh, never wow. had wore the retainer. I'd, oh, okay. I so like, yeah. So you would sort of let it do its work. Uh, and let then it go back. To you normal. Those are rag, they're yeah. not going to get me. Exactly. These teeth is they're straight. What could happen? What could happen? What could happen? And Three then times. when I, when I had to get glasses, I remember thinking it was so cool. Like I, I wanted accessories yeah. as a kid. Like I want mandated accessories. Yeah, um, I think I, I used to take a paperclip and bend it. Yeah, to, to look like braces, and I would kind of wedge that in so it looked across my front teeth. I as a kid, I really wanted to shave. You know, like I just wanted to have to do things. <laughs> I wanted to have corrective appliances. So when I broke my arms after obviously the horrible oh, no. pain of setting the bones, like yeah. I just I kind of liked having casts huh. and so many people can sign the casts and then yeah. oh yeah, how'd you break your arms? You get to tell them the story. How long did you have casts? Um, initially it was like six weeks, and then the left one healed poorly, so they had to put pins in it, rebreak it, and then that one was like another four months, of kind of. On and off, yeah, 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 no good. Jeez, mm-hmm. when they rebreak it, is that what you're not like awake? For you're that, out right? for that, yeah, yeah. yeah. They what a weird feeling! What a weird feeling, especially when the younger you are, the less it seems like it would make sense that you would be like, I mean, why would you break? You yeah. break it, yeah. You're go- you're going to break it, <laughs> okay? Like I, I, Shit. I did that fine myself. Yeah, I broke it all good. Yeah, um, and also screw you guys for not having it heal right. Somehow yeah, this that was might the whole be your thing. fault. They didn't fix it right the first time. They really didn't fix it right. No. Well, ugh. I still can't rotate it all the way. And yet, that's well, your thing. You're not blind, but hey, yeah, it's true. Tell that story, hey guys. At before the beginning I of it, every do this uh, set of material that yeah. really doesn't require any dexterity. Uh-huh. I want you to know <laughs> that uh, I can't accept change at a cash register <laughs> without bending over to the left, which is true. Is it true? Yeah, I kind of have to. You can't bend over the left. Yeah, or shampoo. I have to kind of. Uh huh. Yeah. You can't accept shampoo at the cash register. And I can't accept shampoo at the cash yeah. register or change in the shower. Oh man, I can't. Well, I'm really proud of you for <laughs> you. overcoming all Thank those you. things. Uh, and do you, and so when you be, knew that you wanted to go to Emerson and study broadcast journalism, what in high school was like sort of leading up to that, or was it like I want to go to Emer, I want to go to NYU for perform, like what what was that? I think it was. Uh, so in in high school, I did 
broadcast journalism as well. I, was oh, you like, did? Okay. I hosted the news and I did the morning I just, announcements. I don't feel that we had that when I was in high school, but I've been wrong before about things I thought we didn't have. It just they were, weren't they were in there. my purview. They were, they were so in the I other was wing. Like, so yeah. Yeah. So megalomaniacal. But I, so, yeah, yeah, I did like the, I have all my old like hosting tapes and stuff like that in high school and we'd edit those things. And I remember making a little short film uh, that I used to submit to NYU, which I thought was so, I thought it was so good at the time. And it's so bad. But what is it? It's called Milk Run, and it's a silent movie of me pouring myself some cereal and realizing uh, I'm out of milk. So I get in my car with my saggy Jenko jeans and my Kangol hat. And And my my, rollerblades on? No, I got in a car. This is a (laughs) post-rollerblades. I'm in my Volvo wagon. Oh, I know. I just didn't know if that was a trend. Rollerblades in the backseat. Yeah. Uh, And then I drive to get get uh, milk and I put it on the roof of the car. I get gas and I leave it on the roof of the car as I'm driving home mm-hmm. listening to Casey Jones by the Grateful Dead and then it falls in the sunroof and drenches me. And it's 10 <laughs> minutes long. And I just told you everything that happens. <laughs> so it was uh, very gratuitous. Did not get what into a, what, NYU, what but I got into what a journey. What a, what, yeah. what a journey it was. Oh, yeah, yeah. And you didn't get in? Not that Did NYU. you use it to Emerson? I probably did. They were like, we like And they were like, we we'll, like t- we'll take here. it. We can, there's something to work with here. Yeah. We'll mold you. <laughs> this is a guy who's going to be able to deliver the news of Chinatown yeah. in a way that we can get on board for. But I wanted to do, I think my, my thought was, like, I, I want to be a magician, but let me tell my parents and my backup will be maybe the weatherman, the funny weather guy or mm-hmm, something. Mm-hmm. Um, and they bought it. Yeah. Not going to college yeah. was never. It was never was never on the table. Are you a only child? Uh, I have a younger sister who's six years younger. Okay. Who's what six? If she was six She's now. Six. <laughs> That'd be yeah. Wow. Five and a half years younger. Of, yeah. Parents are incredible. That's astonishing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, six years younger. Okay. And uh, and your, what do your parents do that they they just knew you're going to college? I think they, that's how I felt too. I don't remember feeling I, that no one was like, do you want to have a. Like gap year was a New York Times crossword uh, clue answer uh-huh. recently. And I was like, oh, this is really part of the lexicon. This is really like no one there were, or maybe that it came over from like Canada or the UK. But no one was talking about like it as a thing. Like I'm going to take a gap year, mm-hmm. you know? Well, in the UK, I mean, because they use that to travel. But right. Americans don't know anything about yeah. travel. They don't yeah. have passports. That's right. Yeah, I it was... They were very were supportive going. of magic as long as I would get a degree, you know, not, they would say, I think to fall back on, not that I believe that that's ever the right mentality, but I Wait. feel like it's just an important for me, like the best part of college was just the, the, my friends who I, I'm still really, really good friends with. Yeah. That was, that was uh, priceless. Yeah. You'd say, even though the price was $40,000 uh-huh. a year. <laughs> For those friends, um, you get but, you, as long as you're just telling them constantly that you need to get your money's worth yes, from that please. friendship. Yeah, this, this tonight really be, better be fun. This yeah. beer pong better be fantastic. Yeah, guys, I, when I look at you, I see dollar signs. So exactly. just bear that in mind. Yeah, um, yeah. I I uh, I would say for me, I even liked even the stuff that I sort of like. I mean, there are certainly classes that I just barely was present in, you know, and just yeah. was like, how can I? just get through this that I, that I did feel resentful were required. Typically for me, that was math. Mm -hmm. But, um, but there are definitely classes that were part of a core curriculum that I am so glad I took. Like I, I feel, I appreciate that I didn't know exactly what I wanted. And even though I was in the theater program, like I'm, 
I don't know. I just feel more. I do. I do honestly feel more. Yeah, I feel more well rounded for having to take you know uh, geology and and yeah. stuff like that. That that now I sort of have that hunger for just that you know. Well, it's so information funny. Now that doesn't I feel like profession. I would love to audit some college classes. Yeah, I would love right? to sit in. Yeah, you know, just to there's something about having to do it then. I mean, I guess the the idea of a gap year is to come up for a deep breath of air before you know you're going to dive back yeah. into it. But I, I would, know that wouldn't have done I would never dive anyway. back in. Yeah. I was if I lost the rhythm I'd be off. I'd yeah. be I'd be uh I've got birthday parties booked at. I can't That's go right. to college. That's yeah. right. You got a whole career going already. Yeah. But I remember like typing class in high school probably the most useful thing I ever did. And I don't oh, think I, I probably hated yes. it at the time. And in college just western civilization just just learning just learning things yeah. about where we all, what the, the heck is happening in the absolutely. world is pretty pretty nice. I absolutely agree. Uh-huh. It is funny, though. There is that thing that happens where at a certain adult age, uh, when, when going to school is kind of the furthest thing from your mind or certainly the furthest thing from like a requirement in your life and probably there isn't necessarily even room for it mm-hmm. is, are the times when you're like... I'd like to learn more about the U.S. history. Let me pick up that learning annex. Yeah. Copy it. Which I guess now there are so many, like, you know, there are so many different ways to do that, be it audiobooks, podcasts. Yeah. The, like, great, I'm a class the great guy. courses thing that every to, podcast advertises I need to be for. paying for a thing and be, have to be there at a certain time or I'm going to lose money. Yeah. 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 That's that how I am with the gym. I, the I need to pay a for a, a trainer and have someone think I'm just a, a waste a lazy wasting money sod. if i don't show yeah. up yeah, yeah yeah that's good to know about yourself you know yeah i mean it's it's not good to resign to just being that person it'd be nice to strive to be uh, self-motivated but at yeah. least i know that i'm not I, th- I i really i'm not worried about you okay let me say that okay. let me say that i'm the, i'm very not worried about you um okay i need to get into this mash game which i do not know if you're in any way prepared for, but okay. MASH is the uh, game many of us played as youngsters, uh, mansion, apartment, shack, and house. Yeah. Does this ring a bell? It rings a bell. Absolutely. Seems like, it seems like you, I, I uh-huh. felt that maybe at some point you would have become familiar with. Side note, and I don't want to get off on too much of a tangent because this game is about you, but um, w- how many female magicians? Uh, are there? Are there. Well, luckily there's more than I could quantify, okay, but great. there's not enough. Yeah. There are. I still feel for me that's still, and it's not something. Again, it's not like how dare the magic community sure. hold people back. It's just one of those those things where you suddenly realize, like as I was talking, I was like, every person I've ever known personally who does magic, magic is male. Mm-hmm. Like that's just. I feel like reality. now there's the culture is very encouraging and supportive of female magicians. I get why there aren't as many because for years, just the whole imagery and the. The way magic is yeah. presented is the magician is putting the woman in a box. You yeah. know, the magician is the 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 woman is the assistant. It's you know? a whole other conversation, and but that's it is all. Really interesting. Yeah, I mean, and while that thing does still exist, like that is just like the idea of pulling a rabbit out of a hat is a trick that kind of has never been done, but maybe <laughs> was just somehow the press latched onto the thing and it just became the cliche that defines yeah. whatever magic is. And I yeah. feel like that cliche also means that women aren't magicians. But uh, there is also something of like just the art of magic maybe being that thing that appeals to awkward boys before it does awkward girls. But now you can have access to this wealth of knowledge on the internet and there are some amazing female magicians. I, gotta, I wanna I wanna I'm gonna look into that and like yeah. make it make it a an effort to actually sort In of fact, there's appreciate. a new podcast and I can't think of the name of the podcast, but Kayla and uh, Carissa Hendricks, Kayla Drescher, who are two amazing female magicians, have oh it's called 
I think it's Shazam. Oh, that makes sense. You'll correct me if once okay, we look yeah, at. We'll, we'll, but there, it, it's really, really great, and oh, there is cool. there is a, an influx of kind of an attempt to change that. Great disproportion. That's great. Yes. That's great. Okay, great. Um, okay, so this mash game, uh, I'm going to try to personalize a little bit for you. Then I have some. I would pepper in some of my uh, perennial favorites, uh, but one that I would try for you. And this is just like you're improvising. So this is off the top of your head. I'm sure maybe like an hour later you'll realize that you had some answer that's perfect that uh-huh. didn't come out. But um, and we'll of course put that in in post. Absolutely, great. we'll take as long as you need. Great multiple sessions. Okay, it's going to be great. My writers are in the car. Too. Okay. They'll come in and punch okay. it up. Okay. Great. Well, that's, that's good to know. Okay. Huh. Wow. Um, so this first category, which I've never done before, I'm just inventing as I go along. I want you to come up with this alternate universe where sort of like maybe you do have access to some real, some real magic, quote mm-hmm. unquote. Three things that you would like to have involving a bit or a trick like if you know what i'm saying like if i could disappear the blah 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 or i would just want to do something with a lion if it were okay Mm -hmm. to still use animals or you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. three pie in the sky zero ramification concepts or like things you would like to involve in some sort of illusion on not connected to one another not connected to one another three and do i need to know what i what what the trick genre is that i want to do with this thing or i want to do something about i'm stupid enough that i think i made that so broad that you can interpret it as you like so uh i want to do a magic trick kind of using an eco burial suit okay things that i've heard of where you uh where people who feel like putting their dead corpse in a casket that's going to take up space yeah. and pollute the earth is not a good thing. So you great. wear a jacket made of spores. Great, and you become great, the great. Earth. So eco-burial suit. Great. Um, I would also love to do something with a uh, one of those bird scooters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, great. One, I just want to, I, I like riding scooters and rollerblading, as yeah, you know. as I know. But maybe to like bird off of a bird off a cliff and then Great. F- become a bird. <gasps> Great. Great. I'm in. Okay. Okay. What's number three? Number three would be, oh, I'm trying to come up with a Roomba trick. I'm okay. I'm trying to do this for a little while. I love this. I just love Roombas. I love this. Yeah, I enjoy, whatever I have is not called Roomba. Oh, yeah. Called, I don't, but those Roombas are expensive. Yeah. But I ordered the cheapest Roomba off Amazon. And it's not that great. But it's, <laughs> it's, my, it's for beta testing. They, have, they haven't perfected it yet. Uh-uh. They're going to get there. Uh, okay, great. Okay, next category. Let's do three places in the world. Uh, getting there is no issue uh, mm-hmm. that you would like to have a vacation home. Ooh, vacation home. Mm-hmm. Key West, Florida. Um, I would say um, Bali. Great. And I would say vacation home. Mm-hmm. New Zealand. Great. Mm-hmm. New Zealand. Love it. Um, okay, next category for you mm-hmm. will be three. Let's do three. Um, I like this one sometimes. Uh, like a, the, in in your house that you have not yet purchased, mm-hmm. there's going to be like a room of requirement kind of Harry Potter type room where yes. it defies the laws of physics. Yes. Um, it's your special secret room and three things that you would use that room for. Okay, wow. Well, um, <clears throat> need this room, obviously, to uh, rehearse and stage new pieces of magic. Great. Um, this room should also be 
my speakeasy. Great. And it should also be, um, hmm, what would I use this for? Other than my magical practices, you mean? Or yeah, it could just be anything. I mean, it could anything. literally be like you walk into through, through the room and you're in the forest. Ooh. Somehow it's like you're not transported somewhere else. That's like what's in the room. Mm. It has to have a hot tub. Right. There's a hot tub in this room. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Not tub. a time machine, just a high quality Functioning, Just a good, well-maintained, old-fashioned, mm-hmm. well-maintained, non-time machine hot tub. Love it. Okay, I'm gonna get this out of the way. Okay. All due respect to your beautiful wife. Yes. In our mash universe, three women from any place and time could be from fiction, movies, mm-hmm. whatever. Uh, they could have like an, a romantic adventure with. Oh, great. Okay, let's see here. Um, Catherine McPhee. Great. We all know Cat McPhee, right? I do. Um, Gal Gadot. Is it Gadot or Godot? I think it's Godot. Okay. That's even even cooler. <laughs> even cooler. And, um, oh gosh, I just opened my Instagram to answer this question. Um, then I would say Emma Stone. Great. Delightful and charming. Very charming. Very funny. Okay, great. I really couldn't. My biggest challenge is, will I be able to read what these say at the end? Uh, so far, so meh. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, three foods that, it could be food group or it could be very, very specific, that in this universe we're creating, there are, again, zero ramifications. So if it's an ecological thing, mm-hmm. that's gone in a good way. Fat, calories, allergies, etc. Mm-hmm. Three just... That you get, yeah, that you get an unlimited supply of snap of your fingers. Oh, yeah. Nothing bad happens. Okay. Well, let's have then um, um, the scallop sushi from Sugarfish. Great. They only give you two of those at a time, and they're not really, in really this good. world. Uh, there's these thing called called hoe cakes that are from uh, Barrel and Ashes mm-hmm. on Ventura. Oh gosh, they're really good. Okay, it's like corn corn cakes. I'm uh, in. You, yeah, I'm so in. And then I would say. Um, Let's do uh, just uh, just just a really good steak. Great. Yeah. Great, great, and great. Okay. Wagyu. That'd be Wagyu. Wagyu. Great. Australian Wagyu, made by Curtis Stone, uh, hand selected. Very and, specific. Yes. What if I was writing every? I mean, I already wrote too much for this category. Um, that was a that was a lot of Wagyu. detail I just put in there. Uh, okay. Next category: time travel. And let's say time travel to maybe something specific. Now you're in a safety bubble, so mm-hmm. you're sort of witnessing something. It can answer a you know a question. Lots of people ask something personal for you. Just any curiosity that gives you the yes. uh, opportunity to scratch that itch. Three. Got it. Okay, so I love the I would I love old magic and ma- magic history, and I would love to be able to teleport back in time to watch Houdini perform. Yeah. See what all the hype's about. Sure. Um, I would also say that I would love to, well, there's other magicians as well that I'd love to see perform. Is it too, is it weird to give you more no, than one magician? No, not at all. This is your it'd, game. It'd be great to see, uh, Robert Houdin perform. Okay. That's who Houdini actually took his name from. Oh. And, um, oh man, to be there, to be there, to travel back in time, to be there, it would be to, well... You know, it'd be interesting to uh, be there and see my bike rollerblade accident. Great. 
see it from the outside. Yeah. It's one of those things that I've created this very visual movie in my head that I think is greatly exaggerated. Uh-huh. And it'd be fun just to see if like it was this. just a pathetic little tip <laughs> over the bike. It wasn't, wasn't violent at all. Slow was, motion. With yeah. People, uh, yeah. Nothing athletic at all. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Okay. Uh, three. I had something very specific that came to me right after you said that. Um, I'm remembering. I'm remembering. I'm remembering. Three. Uh, three comedians. Uh, yeah. That it would be fun to somehow collaborate with, living or dead, in mm. era. Three. I'd say uh, Steve Martin. Great. I would say Ernie Kovacs. Nice. And I would say Johnny Carson. Wonderful. Okay. And then uh, let's do final one. Let's do uh, actual superpowers. Okay. As specific, you know, could be a very specific thing. Could be Superman. I always like to. I like to do a deep dive. I don't. I'm not a, a comic book person, but I always get excited about the deep lore of all the different X Men. Mm-hmm. Like, just some of them are so random. Yes, it's great. But anyway, so well, it could be. I like, would you say, know. and I, I always attach tangible things to my superhero. Mm-hmm. So, like the ability to stop time, mm-hmm. but normally just so that I can like clean up the house. Yeah, you know, like or just get some yeah. stuff done. Yeah, it's great. never to actually like. You know, to, to, sol- to, to like, solve a war, or to kind of, it's just kind of just practical. A, small, a, more, a few more hours thing. in the day yeah. to sleep in, yeah. just to stop yeah. time to sleep in. Yeah. Um, my flying dreams always come out of like when I'm in the back of an airplane and everyone's taking forever. I'm like, man, if I could just levitate up <laughs> over and just just float ab- over everyone's heads Not off the to plane. Get you take the flight in the plane oh, wherever yeah. you're going. It's cold up there. You. Oh. It's to get off the plane. Oh, that's beautiful. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. Flight to get off plane. Mm-hmm. I'm in love with this answer. Great. And I would say uh, the superpower would be the ability to, um, well, invisibility always. It's so weird. I think performers are like invisibility. No. Why right. would I do that? Why no, would I do that? Yeah. And I don't want to eavesdrop. I, mm-hmm, that feels weird. Mm-hmm. So, um, Gosh, what are some of the popular superpowers that people would chime in with? For like this? run, like super speed, like running really fast, like the guy, you know, like the X Men who can the X Men, the plural, the X Man who can run really fast. I don't remember his name. Um, that sounds exhausting. I'm gonna say to be yeah. able to get quality sleep would be a superpower. Super sleeper. Yeah, to be like here's eight hours and it's gonna be all you need. You're gonna wake up feeling incredible. Love it. Super sleeper. I might take like gr- like green thumb superpower. Oh yeah. Like oh, just the everything. It's all healthy and growing. Uh-huh. To not I've been kill hurt too plants. many times. Yeah, I've been I hurt too you. many times. Okay, this is just where I do like a quick little like almost like a hash mark. Uh, that this happens very quick, and then I use that number to be like one, two, three, and then cross them out. So okay, great. just very quickly, tell me when to stop. Sounds like a magic trick. Stop. Great. And if Was this were as, as simple as, oh, yes. Okay. If, if magic were this simple, uh, I would definitely be a really Well, most card tricks are like, okay, now tell me when to stop. That's true. Yeah. You're absolutely right. Yes. Uh, okay, I'm going to pause this. It will okay. seem magically to the listener as if no time has passed like when I come back. stop time. With your 100% guaranteed Great. fictional MASH future. Beautiful. Okay, uh, here we go. Are you ready? And we're back. This and we're, and we're back. back. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, if you're just joining us, we are completing an exciting mash game with none other than. Can we take that again, please? Back to because one. I, because I messed up. Did you not hear what I just said? <sighs> okay, listen. Moving on. Um, we'll do it live. We'll do it. Fuck it. 
Uh, okay, I'm excited about these results. I feel you will be as well. Um, you know, listen, if I could have just, uh, if I just had asked you to take uh, advantage of your superpower ability to stop time for semi-menial things, mm-hmm. I could have very quickly stopped time, gone back, re-recorded this, and not wasted anyone else's time. True. But sadly, I forgot to. But you do have that skill. Okay. Oh, so I do? congratulations. All right. Sleep in. Okay. Great. Uh, you enjoy a... Now, listen. Mansion, apartment, shack, and house. I can't control which one you get. In this okay. case, you did get a shack. Okay. However, it's in Bali. And I feel like, what do you want, a mansion in Bali? No. No, this is great. You'd never leave the mansion. Yes. You just want to be right there on the sand by shack the little... You know, it's that nice. Yeah. Shack means location is Feels wherever. Right. Yeah. Feels right. Okay. So that's what you got. That's where you get to go. Um, you, whether you're there, whether you're here, no matter where you are, I want you to rest assured you're never going to go hungry because you can have unlimited amount at the snap of your fingers of the sugarfish scallop sushi. Woo. Well done. Great. Very well done. I don't mean it will be well done. That's not what sushi right. is. Uh, I want to, I don't know how that's going to go down, uh, when you're in your hot tub room. Mm. I don't know if scallops and hot tubs go well together, but you do have that wonderful secret magical room. Amazing. With the sort of spa hot tub vibe. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm not sure if that's where you were when you came up with your ingenious idea for the magic uh, trick or illusion that involves an eco-burial suit. Ooh. But you'll be world-renowned for that, my friend. I'd say in Bali, that'd be much appreciated. Right? It's very limited. It's an there island. You go. Limited space. I like where this is going. You are also uh, much appreciated for the collaborative work that you have done with the great Ernie Kovacs. Oh, wow. Uh, and uh, whatever he had going on, you're going to know what all the hype was about because you do get to see Houdini perform. All of these adventures you will be able to experience with your alternate universe sweetheart, Miss Emma Stone. All right. That's cool. a pretty good one. This is great. Do you now you were tense, so I wonder if there was one you were hoping for that you didn't get. No, this that sounds great. Emma Stone's a good one. Great one. She's like in some ways to me, she seems like the best companion for all these adventures. She I seems almost so. laid back. I think that's so. just me. That's just what I, I, I know think by the way, right. I know nothing about any of them. So I'm basing it purely on characters they've played. What a jerk. Uh, if people base what stars. they thought I was on characters I played, they'd be like, uh-huh. she's the worst human being in the world. <laughs> um, that, uh, Justin Mullen, completes the podcast. I would like for you to do two things for me. I would like you to tell people what you have going on that they should be excited about and where to find it okay. and you. And I would like for you to sing, and I'm very sorry to throw this at you at the last minute, a tiny snippet, if you can think of something of Don Henley's Boys of Summer. As oh, one wow. of my final boys of summer, by the oh, way. Oh man! Yeah, I should have said my superpower would be able to sing. Yeah, well, no okay. joke. Well, I, I, get I it. took singing. I took singing lessons because uh, my my girlfriend at the time is an amazing singer, and she's like, "You can do this." Yeah, and it's the like teacher said, else. "Listen, you." After like six lessons, you're not. I wouldn't say you're tone deaf, but you cannot hear tone. <laughs> And she just didn't want to take my money anymore. She was very sweet. So uh, I've got a show on Netflix right now called Magic for Humans. Wonderful. And very excited about it. You can stream it. There's six half-hour episodes. It's a show where I... Six uh, half-hours? You're going to have a great time watching. Yeah, magic, comedy, psychology, philosophy. Kind of make you feel good. Escape from the real world for a little while. That's awesome. And you can find me on all the, the, the social things. And uh, I saw a deadhead sticker on a Cadillac. It said, don't look back. Never, never look back. That's great. To me, that sounded like now, the tune. You're not toned up. You just can't hear tone. Yeah. <laughs> that means you can't... If I sang on or off key, you wouldn't be able to hear that I was. 
but you're not tone deaf, so you were able to sing it on key. I, That's what it? I've decided it know. means. I don't, yes. It means you can't ta- you can't be taught because what you have is inside you. I like that. Because you can't hear Tones it. don't apply. But it's there. It's Tones don't my apply. own scales. Tones don't apply. I always love that, that Don Henley lyric. And I yeah. always am looking for a, d- a Cadillac with, with a deadhead dead sticker on it. It'd yeah. be cool if that was like some kind of weird, like hidden Holy Grail thing that Don Henley the had orchestrated. Illuminati where or if something. you were able to stop that person, they'd be like, congratulations, you just won a trunk full of cash from Don Henley. He's been waiting for someone to right. stop this it's the Cadillac with a deadhead sticker room. on it. That's right. Well, as a kid, I would always think like, oh, I get that lyric because it's like Cadillacs are so expensive, rich people, but deadhead's so cool. And then I remember growing up seeing like, there's a lot of shitty Cadillacs out there. <laughs> right? That, uh, well, if it makes you feel better for a second, I just thought you tapped into something major before you immediately turned it on me. I, I was see. like, hold up. You're right. That Whoa, is bro. what he was saying. Yeah, he's deep, man. I'm not convinced that that's not what he was saying. I like this. I like I this theory. Right. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much for doing the podcast. Thank it's been a pleasure and a joy. Me. This has been lovely. Uh, everyone listening, I will talk to you next time on said podcast. As always, the JV Club theme song is Back Before We Were Brittle by The Amazing Say Hi. Now leaving Nerdist.com.